Happy New Year! I hope you had safe and of course happy holidays and are feeling refreshed going into 2022. For most people, the new year is a time to set new goals and new year's resolutions, but I personally never do. I find the idea of waiting for an arbitrary flipping of the calendar so silly. I mean, why does the calendar get to decide when you commit to change? If you want to improve your life, make a change now. Take action now. You may not feel ready yet, but who says the new year has any influence on that? When I was still like the majority of people who set goals and resolutions at the start of the new year, my reoccurring goal was always along the lines of this year I'm going to get better or this year I'm going to recover from my eating disorder. I would start off with the best intentions. I mean, don't we all? But then after a couple months, things would get tough and I'd start slacking. I would lose that drive that I had at the beginning of the year, what most people would call motivation. No matter how hard I tried to fight my eating disorder and tried to change my habits, I never felt the same level of instant gratification that engaging in my eating disorder gave me. So I'd fall back into old habits and before I knew it, we were already more than halfway into the new year and I'd repeat what I told myself the year prior. I'll just start over next year. I don't think I have to tell you that this mindset of waiting, waiting for that perfect moment, that moment you finally feel ready, is the very thing that's keeping you stuck. The reality is that you will never be ready and the perfect moment will never come. You get to decide when the perfect moment is. You get to decide that right freaking now. But then when you do decide, how do you stay motivated? How do you keep on going when things do get really tough? Well, in this episode, or if you're watching on YouTube, in this video, I'll be sharing three highly effective ways to stay motivated in your recovery so you can finally achieve your goals and stop giving your life away to the eating disorder. Let's dive right in. Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast where we talk about all things eating disorder recovery, autism, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I'm your host, Livia Sarah, and my mission is to inspire individuals from across the globe to live a life in which they feel fulfilled and free from limiting labels. I am so excited to have you here and cannot wait to dive into the episode. Before I share my very first tip for staying motivated or even finding motivation in the first place, we need to define the word motivation. Maybe it's an autistic thing, but if you've read any of my blog articles, listened to my podcast episodes, or watched any more of my YouTube videos, you know I'm always defining the terms that I am explaining. I mean, you gotta know what you're working with, right? You're not gonna go make a recipe if you don't know what the ingredients are. Okay, I don't even know if that was a good metaphor, but you know what I mean. We're always asking the questions, 
how do you find the motivation or how do you stay motivated? And maybe you think there's something wrong with you when you see someone else achieving their goals while you are still at square one. I know this can be so frustrating and it's because those questions we ask ourselves about how to find motivation or how to stay motivated are the wrong questions. The real question is, what is your why? What's the reason you want to achieve a certain outcome? And here's where the definition of motivation comes in, and that is motivation, noun, a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. From this definition, we can already conclude that if you don't even have reasons or let alone a single reason to recover, you're not going to have motivation. If you want to have motivation or be motivated to take action, you must have a reason or reasons for doing so. It's right in the definition. I mean, think about it. If you don't have any reason to step out of your comfort zone, why the heck would you do it if you can just stay safe in what's familiar? That's right, you won't. You will stay safe in what's familiar, just like I did for all of those years. I have said this several times before, and I will say it again, because it will forever remain true. The human brain does not like change. So much so that our brain will fight back when we try and change. Our ability to form habits is simply an evolutionary adaptation that allows us to use energy in the most efficient way possible. If you had to get up every morning and deeply think about how to take a shower and how to brush your teeth or how to make your bed, you'd be using so much brain power that would take away from the available energy for more important tasks. But because you have formed habits around brushing your teeth every morning as well as all the other activities you unconsciously engage in on a daily basis, you can use your energy to focus on tasks that really require you to think critically and make important decisions. So this is where my very first tip comes in and that is to make a list of reasons to recover. Just like you formed habits around daily hygiene and putting on clothes and all the other socially acceptable things that us weird humans do, you've also formed habits that keep you stuck in your eating disorder. Ultimately, all recovery comes down to is changing your habits. Just think about it. Always find the lowest calorie option. Habit. Exercising for a certain amount of time each day. Habit. Automatically saying no when someone offers you dessert. Habit. It's all habits. And because these habits have been ingraining themselves into your subconscious brain for so long, it can feel impossible to change. But through taking action, you can neurally rewire your brain, meaning you can weaken certain pathways in the brain that support eating disorder habits and create new neural pathways that enforce healthy recovery supporting habits. Of course, taking action is not easy. It's the most difficult part of the entire process. But if you really truly want to change, 
you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You gotta go through the obstacle. You gotta run straight into the fear and take the damn action. Here is where that list of reasons to recover will literally be your lifesaver because it gives you a touchstone. And I'm actually going to read something that one of my clients sent me. And that is, having reasons for doing something really helps push you towards pursuing the end goal as it gives you the push to keep going even when things are tough. It helps provide forward momentum towards a goal because even when things feel and seem unclear, there's a goal you're going after and a clear picture as to why that goal means something. So what life will look like when you achieve that goal, which houses those reasons you hold on to when you face the storm of recovery. It's like those motivations, those reasons that keep you going are the touchstones that keep you grounded in the present and in the truth of what you want your life to look like. That touchstone or reasons why you keep going are what hold you firm in the chaotic storm of recovery and all that it brings up. Additionally, I read an article that described the definition of touchstone as a gem of invisible positivity. I think it's a good parallel to what those reasons and motivations are to recover, those things that keep you going. It's invisible, but it's the proposition of a life that could be lived, the invisible possibility or prospect of a life free from an eating disorder. And then she says, thank you. Oh my goodness. You guys should have seen my response, but I was like, wow, I literally want to frame those words and hang them on my wall because the way in which she so eloquently described the impact of knowing you why, I mean, You heard it. I could not have said it any better myself. This is honestly why I love coaching so dang much. Because not only do my clients learn from me, but I continue learning from all of you. So shout out to all of my one-on-one coaching clients. You guys are seriously the best, most brave souls I have ever met. And I literally, like literally, would not be able to do this work without you. And speaking of coaching and clients, the second way to stay motivated in recovery is to be accountable to someone. The very reason I created my coaching program and now my online course is because accountability means accepting responsibility for your actions and as we touched on prior, the only way to change your thoughts and become the person you want to become, the person who is free from an eating disorder, is to take action. Again, this is the hardest part because it's so much easier to just say you're going to do the hard thing and then not do the hard thing and revert to your default. But when you are accountable, when you have to now share this responsibility with someone who wants to support you, it gives you an additional reason to take action. And reasons are exactly what we need to be motivated. If you are looking for someone that can hold you accountable, I would love to be that person for you. I offer three different one-on-one coaching packages and each one is tailored to your specific unique needs. 
My approach when it comes to coaching is a holistic one, meaning we work together to set goals that fit into your life as a whole. You can check out my different coaching offers in the description below or by going to the link livelabelfree.com forward slash coaching dash packages. I am also so excited to announce that my brand new course, Extremely Hungry to Completely Satisfied, is finally here. It is your step-by-step guide to overcoming extreme hunger and finding true satisfaction so that you can live a life that no longer revolves around food and exercise, but one that revolves around joy, happiness, and actually living. My course is the all-in-one resource I wish I had during my own recovery as it combines science, insight, and tangible action steps so that you know exactly what you need to do to overcome your extreme hunger. You can find all of the details for my new course in the description as well or go to the link livelabelfree.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash course. With those amazing announcements out of the way, my third tip to staying motivated in recovery is to celebrate the small wins. We are often so focused on the end goal or the ultimate outcome that we say, I'll just celebrate when I get there. But when we do this, we are totally missing the enjoyment and growth that comes with the journey. Not to mention, I personally don't believe an end goal even exists. The outcome, whether this be calling yourself recovered or getting a degree or hitting a certain milestone, is simply a result of all the action steps you've taken towards that outcome. The end goal is simply the sum of every little victory and every small win, meaning Every win counts, no matter how arbitrary it may seem. If the people who made it to the top of Mount Everest had taken one less step on their journey towards the top, they wouldn't have made it to the top. Every obstacle they overcame, every storm they literally had to weather, that is what made them stronger and allowed them to reach the top. And I bet if you ask these guys that did make it to the top what they are most proud of in their journey, they are not going to say, um, standing at the top of Mount Everest. Because again, being able to stand at the top is merely a result of their bravery and courage to keep on fighting until they got there. And because every step counts, it is so important to celebrate every step. We are often so focused on our shortcomings, what we still need to change, what we still lack. But one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite authors, Greg McEwen, who wrote the books Essentialism and Effortless, which I highly recommend, by the way, is when you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. When you focus on what you have, you get what you lack. Ugh, how beautiful is that? Reflecting on everything you've accomplished and what you're grateful for doesn't only inspire you to keep going, but it literally motivates you to keep moving forward. 
And on top of that, I want to repeat something I mentioned on last week's podcast episode on how to stop feeling guilty. And that is the phrase, where your attention goes, energy flows. When you start giving attention to the victories and the wins and shift your focus towards what is going well, you're giving these positive thoughts energy to keep returning. Yet again, another reason to keep on going. This is also how you start to build more confidence because confidence comes from taking consistent action. Now, I probably need to make a whole separate video episode on confidence because along with motivation, that's another one of those topics I frequently receive questions around. But I'm going to leave it at these three highly effective ways to stay motivated in recovery for today's episode. I would absolutely love to hear what your favorite tip was. So be sure to subscribe if you are watching on YouTube or subscribe on your favorite podcast player wherever you are listening. And if you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you could screenshot you listening to this or screenshot you watching this and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at livelabelfree. There is nothing that makes me happier than hearing your feedback as it's your feedback that inspires every piece of content I put out. Thank you for your support and enthusiasm as always and I look forward to chatting again soon. Bye bye!